Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Everybody, what's good with you? Guys, beer sports coming to you again. My name is Brad Tesh from the west coast of America. Sean Valancourt from the east coast of Canada, specifically Toronto. For now, Sean, hello. How you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty well. You know, yeah. just kind of feeling good. Yesterday was like the double fecta for life, you know. I got a nice little deep tissue massage and rolled into a haircut. Uh, hit all my picks last week, so you know, can't really tell me much. Yeah, I think you actually beat me on one of the picks there, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's... Uh... My notes uh, are that you sided with me and all my variations off of uh, what Ryan had picked. So I think we're evened up. Oh, okay. Because I thought maybe I picked the Cowboys, but then I'm like, oh. did I? Did I? <laughs> I, I have a BT-SV next to the 49ers. All right, perfect. Okay, so we both we both figured that out. Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. So we I both, think I maybe we, convinced you in my argument. I think so, yeah. Man, oh, man. I mean, speaking about that, though, that's what we're going to be talking about is last week's uh, wildcard weekend. And I also want to get into um, this week's round of the this week's round as well. And I don't know if you saw Jim Matheson and Leon Dreisaitl, their little exchange, their little tete-a-tete that just happened. And I'll get into yeah. that. And right. just get I know, your I know one on of that. those parties, so that should be an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's it is interesting. Uh, I'm not I short have, of opinions. I'm not short of opinions in this episode. So I, uh, I, yeah, I have some strong feelings about this because it's just like it's it's interesting. I can tell by the wave in your hair that you are feeling good and ready to go. Like man, I feel like Ray a million Kwan, bucks. Raekwon's, you know, slipping on the barbershop or whoever you go see, but. <laughs> Ghostface killer. I'm due. I'm due. I'm due. I'm due. You're overdue. We're being yeah. honest. But. Yeah, I'm due for one. The beard's a little bushy. The hair's a little yeah. grown. It's yeah, it's uncomfortably it's... stroking your beard since we got on this chat. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, hey, just remember the guys go out to, and I always do this, Brad. You're probably going to correct me again, but www.sportspodcastawards.com. Go out there and vote under news and news and current affairs. We're number three. Keep going out there and voting. We could hold the tight number three, and, and uh, we're waiting for a big push here at the end. So get us That's in there. It. We'll have a little celebration. We'll gloat a little bit. Show you the virtual trophy. It'll be our award. We'll just keep it at Sean's house. It'll be fun. <laughs> Man, all right. I know that you watched all of these divisional round games. I was sending I Ryan. I was sending Ryan updates because Ryan's not watching. Well, Ryan was our guest last week. Yeah. Did very well, but he wasn't watching. Ryan, the non-sports fan. The non-sports fan. The non-sports um, sports fan, Ryan. It was a great, it. great podcast, Umbrella. Uh, you should go check him out. His favorite, my, pre- my The premise that he has is my favorite is the, uh, the worst of the best. And so, yeah. So yeah. Go that's... find those episodes. Go, go check Ryan out. Tell him we said hello. Yeah, that's that's really good stuff there. Uh, but nevertheless, here I am um, watching these games and in complete. Well, I was euphoric for my bills. I thought that that game was going to be a lot closer 
to be quite honest, I thought that game was going to be a lot closer. It was not. And they, they, they set an all time record in playoff games, not punting and not kicking a field goal for every possession that they had. Or having a turnover. Or having a turnover. I mean, Josh Allen was lights out, lights out. No big wind. No big I wind. I wish there was no Buffalo. lights out in that stadium. <laughs> the worst game of the weekend. You think so? It was so under. under I mean, I'm good for you. If you're a if you're a Bills fan, like that game was awesome. If you're any other fan, it was terrible. <laughs> it just it wasn't competitive. It just no, isn't, I, it's not what we expected to see. It's not what you would want to see from a Bill Belichick coached team. Yeah, it just was bad. It was just bad football all the way around. I mean, good, great for again, great for you personally, Sean. The rest of us, whole oh, man. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I was not expecting a blowout of that nature, but yeah, I was. Um, I went to the Seattle cracking game during that game just to <laughs> I knew that wasn't gonna be the best game of the weekend. Man, but I mean, you know, um they for all that, their reward is to play Kansas City in, in Kansas, right? So it's uh, in Kansas right. City. Yeah. Missouri, yeah. Missouri technically. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's going to be an interesting game as it is. But that game, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to talk too much about it because, I mean, that was the only thing really to talk about is that record. They, they blew him out of the water. They came out. They showed up. They did their job. Josh Allen looks like a quarterback that belongs in the playoffs. That's the other thing, too, is that if you notice in these divisional rounds, there's teams that seem like they haven't been to the playoffs in a long time. And you could tell because it was just like they, that's the way they played. They played like we've never been here before. Well, not if you're Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati brought it to Las Vegas and that is broke the a exception. 31 year streak. Yeah, that is that We're is gonna feel exception. real terrible when in two weeks Josh Allen loses it to Ryan Tannehill. All right, let's just let's just stop here for a moment, okay? All right, <laughs> let me enjoy this moment. Uh <laughs> you're the one that brought him up. I was gonna let you have your cake and yeah, your two with the bills, yeah. and then you want to jump on Josh Allen as this great quarterback. And he is a great quarterback. I can't do it. Oh, He's boy. a great Buffalo quarterback. <laughs> well, there's that? some great Buffalo quarterbacks. Um, you know, a he, great Buffalo quarterback. Yeah. You know, I saw I saw a tweet. Doug Flutie was ahead of his. No, I'm just kidding. It's Jim Kelly, everybody. Jim Kelly's the greatest <laughs> quarterback. Uh, now, what did you think of that Bengals Raiders game? I thought it was wildly entertaining. I think that uh, it was unfortunate what happened at the end with that ref, you know debacle let's call it that um i man i don't know how you thought he was out of bounds to start with to blow your whistle i don't know why you blow your whistle there i just you know i have a hard time with all that i, I don't know that was tough that's a tough way to watch it here's the thing as long as those refs right as long as there's any individual person that is there officiating something there's always going to be that Human did error. You see, did you see the news this week that the Major League Baseball all over the AAA level is going to have robot refs calling balls and strikes? Did you say AAA? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So when you one, get up to the majors, one then step away. You get up to the majors, and then what? You have to get used to now an actual person calling balls and strikes. Well, I mean, I think you can make the argument that that's not going to be the case in a year or two. 
that would be sad. If it works so well. If it works so well a year ago in that you know independent league that they were watching, and now all of a sudden they're going to institute it at the minor league level, they must like what they see. I mean, there's still going to be humans at the plate and humans at the bases making calls, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be making balls and strike calls. Which that's you know, insane. That's it's a, step, that's it's a step too far. That is, um, but like you know, we but saw back that. To this. Yeah, back yeah, to we this saw. We've seen this. We've seen this in uh, regular season games in the NFL. We've seen this in playoff situations. We've seen this in. It's the Raiders getting burned games. again, right? It's not the Tuck rule, but it's close. It's close. It's close. But here's the thing, though, is that you know these these refs. Uh, sometimes you wonder if they let the moment get too big. You know, <laughs> like. No, they're only human. I know they're only human, but it, it's like sometimes they're. Sometimes they what let the guys play. What if he had the play? whistle in his mouth and he just coughed? Who knows? Like, yeah. what happened? You know, but yeah. sometimes Dumbest you let these guys toe. play. You know, you let these guys play. And then sometimes it's like you're calling, you're throwing dirty laundry out there for everything. For everything. And it's like. Yeah, very consistent. There's some fascinating articles if you want to go look for them uh, about the difference in the crews and that the crews are actually very consistent with how they call games. The problem is that I should say they're consistent within their own crew. They call this thing up always game to game to game. The problem is that those crews are not consistent with other crews. And so that's where you end up with the discrepancy. The problem. That's crazy. It's, it's sad that the game came down to that, but I mean, congratulations to uh, Cincinnati. Well, it didn't just come down to that though. That's, you know, that's true. You know what? That's a, that's a very good point, Brad. It's 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 a very good point. You still have to play all sixty minutes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's very hard when there's other things that happen that also led to a loss. It's just unfortunate. That's the most glaring. Mm. But mm. it wasn't so egregious that it you know they played mistake free football and got screwed. Yeah, it's it's sad. But at the same hand, I mean, you know, um, that was our Saturday games. So then Sunday rolls around. And yeah, the Eagles against the Bucks. We all knew what was happening there. I mean, uh, did we? Did you really I mean, feel that? Did you? No, think- I, mean, I thought that Tom Brady. I mean, I knew they're going to win, but I didn't mm. know they were going to like win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you know, Tom puts it to another level in the playoffs. It's I, not- I mean, I just didn't think it was going to be that. Like, you know, you have to wonder what that coaching staff was thinking, because. I don't know what feed you saw, but the local feed, local being the U.S. feed, had Troy Aikman, and they were showing, like, how far off the coverage was on Devontae Smith because they were so nervous about getting burned, and they just would not adapt to that route. He didn't have a pass in the first half. That's your first-round pick. That's the best receiver you have, and you won't throw him the ball? What are you doing? You're overthinking your scheme. They played right in the hands. Like, Mm -hmm. this was was not good football for them. No, no, it's a learning experience, quite honestly. It really yeah, is. Yeah, but you learned it in front of the country. Like, <laughs> good that's point. a bad loss. That's a bad loss. I didn't, I thought that Tampa would win. I did not think that Tampa would dismantle them. That game was never in question. No, no, no. That, that game was. You knew from the kickoff. Yeah. That first drive, you're like, oh, yeah, they're not winning this game. Yeah. Like, this is Tampa's game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was. Yeah, it was it was very clear. It was very evident. But on a plus note, the NFC East had two teams in the postseason. So, <laughs> how do you think that even happened? That's so wild. Um, it really is. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, the NFC West has had three. And three. Still have two, so. Yeah. I know. It's it's insane. If you remember from the beginning of the year, someone actually said that would happen. I think that was largely <laughs> shot down on this podcast. I got I the teams you, wrong. Yeah, thank you. You know what? There you go. Yeah, that's you. what you deserve. That's the smallest <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> Your comically small hands. <laughs> <laughs> be a hand model for baby gap those hands thanks thanks <laughs> i pride myself on these yes <laughs> yeah. how small your hands are you're like i'm yeah. no, i'm not i'm look i'm not that big my hands are just this small yeah yeah it's looked a lot bigger than i am Man, i do have small like recently small hands i don't know we're still talking about my hands here but they are but they pack a wall up i tell you Jeez. I believe I believe they do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into this Niners 49ers Cowboys game. What a game! It was a great game. Uh, I was there, looking at that. I thought the Niners had this well in the bag because Dallas was just so undisciplined throughout that whole entire game. Yeah, yeah. I, if you go back and look at the stats, I want to say they had fourteen penalties and 10 of those penalties either took away a first down from Dallas or gave San Francisco a first down. Like you can't yeah. do that. It, it was, you it can't was, be ta- you can't be swapping that around. That's so terrible. You know, and then you have to wonder, you know, Dallas played the last couple of weeks there of the regular season. He played, uh, they played uh, backup quarterbacks to really bad teams. And now you're going up against the 49ers and, and you got to play that. And it's like well, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo gave him life and got him back in. Like we knew he would <laughs> with that horrendous pick that he threw. I heard yesterday in the barbershop from Lampton, shout out to Lampton for the best fate I ever have. But uh, he's a big 49ers fan. And he was like, I just wish Jimmy G would get that interception out of the way in the first quarter. <laughs> and not when it's going to throw one. It's like, I just wish he would just get it out of the way. <laughs> Man, I I was surprised in the fourth quarter how close Dallas made it, you know? Yeah. And then watching San Fran, like, I don't know what in the world was going on with that, that they were letting him catch and get out of bounds there for the first little bit in order to get well, they, down. Well, part of the problem is losing Bosa like they did and losing Fred Warner like they did. Like, that really – cause some havoc and let them back in that game. Yeah, it I, did. But. It did. But, I mean, you got to know that they're going to the sideline, right? I mean, that trick play, that trick play, okay, whatever. It's, it's trick play. But, yeah. uh, I don't know. The second one was terrible. The strategy and worked. The strategy worked, though. It did. Until the end. Where This is where I start going to myself about Mike McCarthy – is he the head coach of this team or is Dak Prescott the head coach of this team? Because you got the first down. Why aren't you the slide? Why are you trying to go for it? You're not going to go to the end zone. So he's there. He thinks he's going to have enough time. Where's your football IQ? Because you should know that this is not well, the way. Yeah, you, you have to know in that moment that the ref has to spot the ball. Everybody knows that, right? Even yeah. the lay fan like you and I know the ref has to touch the ball. Mm-hmm. How do you get up and give the ball to your center and have him put it down? Why are you not seeking? And then you're blocking the ref from getting in there. What are you doing? Like you've got to, and you know, to credit that ref. I heard some chatter about the ref was slow and blah, blah, blah. That ref ran in, looked at a pretty good pace, mm-hmm. knocked some guys around, mm-hmm. 
set the ball down where he thought it was and everyone was behind or in front of it. So he moved it forward half a foot to get everyone on sides and then backpedaled into the defensive midfield yep. by the linebackers, which is where they used to live and get crushed instead of going back just to try to give him a shot to get down there. Mm-hmm. And they obviously still couldn't get it together. So but to me, that's, that's just football IQ one-on-one. Yeah. You get the first down, you slide yeah. right away. Cause it's yeah, just like ran, you need he ran time. three yards too far or far and he didn't give the ball to the ref. Yeah. It, that's unacceptable. It it's is unacceptable. This is a conversation we had. Remember, you and I had a conversation about if Dak Prescott was worth the maximum amount of money, and I told you that he was not. You did. I said you he did. was a good leader, but he wasn't smart with the ball, and that mm-hmm. that just was the right there. That's where he was. Like Dak was who we know him to be in that moment, and then he was know, a jackass after the game too. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, that was completely uncalled for what he was saying. I mean, you know, telling the fans to boo the ref and everything. It's like, come on, man. Well, so I don't know if you saw the whole press conference, but he was saying that the fans should not act that way. And they go, oh, that wasn't directed towards you players. That was direct for the refs. He goes, oh, well, good for them. Credit, yeah, to, the, yeah. credit to the fans then. So, hey, Dak, don't wear a black turtleneck either with that gross beard you have. It looks like it's all one sheet of hair. <laughs> Your seven head looks like it got combed over with a fork. Haircut. I mean, here's the thing. You come back from that injury. You bring your team to win the division. You're in the playoffs. You have the number one offense. There's no excuse. Sure, no you have the number one offense. And how many catches did your top two fast catchers have? Yeah. Amari had, what, three? Yeah. Was, had one. Yeah, it was It was. It was. Ezekiel Elliott had almost no, ru- no rushes. Well, no. What are you doing with the ball? Like, you didn't yeah. deserve to win that game to start with. No, he didn't. No, not with all those penalties, not with how disciplined they played. Absolutely not. Yeah. Then we got they the were, Chiefs. They were sloppier than uh, Mike McCarthy's weekly Friday dinner. <laughs> but that's you the know, thing. man, that, that size is sloppy. <laughs> Mike Mike McCarthy looked lost in the whole entire in the whole entire thing about this. It's like uh, uh. <laughs> that's why I'm saying, who's coaching this team? Who's coaching this team? I don't yeah. know. I, that's. I mean, I think that you know, we were talking off camera, but I think Jerry Jones has to pay Dan Quinn head coach money. You got to have some kind of contingency plan. Well, what then make Kellen him Moore head coach. Leaves, right, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, Kellen Moore. What if Kellen Moore leaves? Right. Well, you know, and Dan. Then what Quinn's... if Dan Quinn leaves? You lose yeah. both your coordinators, and then McCarthy comes out stinking one and three next year, and you got to fire him. Like you're gonna Dan... go, you're gonna roll in with nobody. Dan Quinn's already pegged to get a head coaching job somewhere. Like that's a front if runner. Wants, if he it, wants one. Exactly. Um, maybe he doesn't want the pressure. Maybe he'll take head coach money to not be a head coach. Yeah. If, maybe he likes know. what he's doing. If you go work with Jerry Jones and he wants to promote you, I don't know. <laughs> it's worth the promotion. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, you know, that in my scenario, he's not getting promoted. He's just getting paid like it as a contingency yeah. plan. Yeah. So he's got the money. There's no salary cap for coaches. Yeah. You could pay him a dollar less than you pay Mike McCarthy. No one's going to say anything about it. That's true. That's true. You want to get Mike McCarthy back in the film room instead of on the beach in Cabo. That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm then jealous. We got... I want to go to the beach in Cabo. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> then we got the Steelers and the Chiefs. Uh, did Roethlisberger end up saying that he's done? Like, I still haven't heard anything yet. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know that it was ever official. I think that it's widely known. Yeah. I mean, he conceded as much when he was walking out the field in Pittsburgh on the finale that that was his last time there because they knew being the last seed 
it wouldn't he wouldn't have an opportunity to play a game there again. Yeah. But who yeah. knows? It's been, it's no. been Roethlisberger. What I what I had to love at the end of that because we all knew Kansas City was running over them. I mean, it's a shell of a team. Pittsburgh murdered. Yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't let him get that last touchdown for him to walk off in the sunset. It's like, <laughs> and you shouldn't. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I totally agree. I'm just That's there going. President. <laughs> like it would have been it would have been magical if he gets it right it's like oh look he gets a touchdown his last play but yeah. no no he doesn't <laughs> goodbye ben goodbye. he didn't deserve a magical walk-off <laughs> uh they were playing they were playing their hearts out for him too they were <laughs> his teammates were playing his, their hearts out to get that one yeah. touchdown i, I think mean, that they, juju i think juju smith schuster came back early from his injury just to be on the field for ben's last game that's crazy. To be honest with you. I mean, I think yeah. he just wanted yeah. to do it. but Yeah. Because he and looked then, like trash. He looked like he was ready to play. Yeah. And then the Monday night game. First Monday yeah. night game in the wild card. Rams-Cardinals. That was a huge surprise to me at how much of a blowout it was. I thought the Rams were going to win. I didn't think the Rams were going to win that handily. Yep. I did. I told you that. Remember? Yeah. It was handily, like not even in question. Yeah. Matthew Stafford wins his first playoff game. In 11 Cliff Kingsbury is a joke. <laughs> wins his first playoff game. I shouldn't say he's a joke. He's just not a good coach. He's probably handsome in someone's book. He's well-paid. He's got a nice tan, a great career. All these things could sound like sour grapes for me, but they're not. He just is not a good coach. Well, I mean, usually, everywhere he's been, he comes out and does this early wins early, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then how bad do you think he misses out on not getting that Oklahoma job? I'll bet he's dying for the Oklahoma job right now. <laughs> it's a, you know yeah. what? Here's the thing is that he still has got a contract there. He's still going to be coming back. That ownership group is not very happy. It would uh, not surprise no. me if he doesn't make it out of the weekend. You think so? Eh? He'll get paid. He's going to get paid, right? I mean, that's the thing with these coaches. Yeah. You know, they got guaranteed money sitting in there. Like, they're not, yeah. you know, they don't have to go work. No. They've got just, real money out there. Is DeAndre Hopkins your only wide receiver? You know what I mean? Like, I understand he wasn't there. I understand that there was a lot of injuries. People came back to play injured in Arizona. Mm. But right. your team. Is that the reason you got beat? No. Kyler Murray I thought it was shell-shocked. I thought it was the scheme that you played got you beat. Yeah. That's what I saw. Like, Kyler Murray looked shell-shocked. Throwing all those picks well, and everything. Yeah, let's. I mean, let's talk about Kyler. Do we really think Kyler's the second coming of a great quarterback? I never thought that, but a lot of people I know you were didn't talking. Have, I don't think that. that either. But he's been yeah. anointed as this next whatever. Yes, I know. And it was he ever since I hail Mary. Marcus Russell. He might yeah, be, you know, like the Dan DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger twin version of Demarcus or Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. <laughs> like he, ever since I hail Mary last season against Buffalo. That's when it was like he was anointed. Oh, here we go. It's here true. Go. He was anointed at that point. And I'm he like, was anointed before then. Uh, he I was... thought. Meanwhile, that was all DeAndre Hopkins. We all know that. Yeah. Period. Okay. In history, mm-hmm. there's one receiver I would rather you throw a jump ball to besides DeAndre. Give it to me. Do you know who it is? Give it to me. Give it to me. Randy Moss. Okay. Outside yeah, I, of I Randy Moss. Yeah. The only other person I would want to have catch a jump ball is DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. 
That's and even really then, pick. right? Even yeah. then. Yeah. I mean, Kyler, Kyler Murray just put that ball in the air. That wasn't a throw of skill. I shouldn't no. say that. It wasn't a throw of accuracy, right? Yeah. I mean, even Josh Allen could throw a Hail Mary. See what I did there? <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> See myself out. Well, here's the thing. So now it's all set. So now we got on Saturday the Bengals against the Titans. We got the Niners against the Packers. Sunday, we got the Rams and the Bucks, which I'm surprised that they're not the late night game because it's the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, the Bills and the Chiefs, the marquee matchup. It really is, I think. Um, going into this, I mean, with the Bengals and Titans game, I know, I know that they're bringing back uh, uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah. For Maybe more importantly, though, it's Julio Jones and A.J. Brown are both healthy. Yeah, that that's – yeah. Rushing the ball has not been Tennessee's Achilles heel. No, no, no. You know what's wild, though, about Mike Vrabel? I'll tell you this. You know how I like to think about sports gambling. In coming out of bye weeks, Mike Vrabel is 19 and a half points over the projected win total in his NFL head coaching career. He averages, so they're favored by three points. If he holds to his thing he's going to win by 23 if he just holds to his average coming up a bye week wow that guy gets it coming up a bye weeks yeah. you know who else got to get it coming out of bye weeks bill belichick yeah yeah that's the guy but that's the, the thing, thing to watch in here's cincinnati you got to wonder how much how focused cincinnati is winning a game listen they were kings at every kroger's and aldi's and wherever else they went this week like <laughs> Those boys didn't pay for groceries nowhere. They broke a 31-year streak. He did. How focused are they? We're going to find out. Joe Burrow is saying that that's the bottom benchmark for his teams going forward is, you know, winning a first-round playoff game. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah. But I don't know that they have the horses to hold up to that, you know, that Tennessee defense that's going to come and fire. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm personally calling Tennessee on this. Gosh darn it. I shouldn't let you go first. You know, but I wouldn't be surprised if since he pulls something out. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I think it's going to end up being the best game of the weekend, personally. But um, I think the ma- there's better matchups, for sure. I think that the, I for sure is better matchups. I think this is the best game of the weekend. I, I can see why you say that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, 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 it's definitely a boxing match. Yeah. Yeah. Points are going to be exchanged. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you calling on this? Tennessee? Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, of course. It's 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 a given. And then, all right, Niners and the Packers. I think the Niners, their nine lives are all used up. Oh. All gone. Meow. I I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers looked if if he looked like he was a man on a mission. I think he wants to put a pounding on the Niners. I do. I think he always wants to put a pounding on the Niners. Yeah. Well, I wonder why. why. <laughs> I you, wonder you, why. why. Yeah, because they passed on him in the draft. I mean, why not? It's like, yeah, I say so as well. I don't think San Francisco has a snowball's chance hmm. against Green Bay. Hmm. What say you? 
Uh, I'm picking the Niners. Upset special of the week. Okay. All right. I liked what I saw out of San Francisco in week three when they played Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Understanding that Aaron Rodgers was still getting his feet underneath them. I think that uh, San Francisco's defense is built to defeat uh, the San Francisco – or the, I'm sorry, the Green Bay Packers. That was a close game. That Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan have a bit of a back and forth going on between them mm-hmm. with their familiarity mm-hmm. with each other. So – yeah, that was a close game. I remember I mean, that it was. Too. San Francisco yep. was up. Uh, you know, they took a lead late and left Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds. Turns out that was 32 seconds uh, too long. So that was. That's right. You're absolutely correct. And I do remember that game. It was 37 seconds. That's it. But here's the thing they yes. still won that game. They it's, still yeah, won. And that, that was game. in San Francisco. And we're now we're in January yeah. Lambo. I just, I'm that's just, it. something tells me it's the Niners. And that's just where I'm riding now. All right. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason about it. Just uh, scheme. Just, uh, just I just feel like there's enough there that it just kind of okay. Something That's tells me. Fair That's enough. Fair enough. And then we're gonna go into Sunday's games. So we got yeah. the Rams and the Bucks in Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay, it's hard. It is hard. Right? Two legendary quarterbacks. Wonder, does, does Matt Stafford now that he has a taste of winning? You know. Cam Akers came back, looked great as a running back for the Rams. The defense looked very solid. You know, they can get after Tom Brady. You have to wonder, does Tom Brady have any healthy tackles? He didn't at the end of the game. Yeah, that's true. At the end of the game, he didn't. You're absolutely correct. Christian Wirth, his starting right tackle, is in a walking boot. Who knows if Mm -hmm. he'll play or not. Mm -hmm. That's a a good point. We're down all those receivers. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't know if Leonard Fournette's going to play. Ronald Jones may not even play. They might be the third string running back again. But the but Bucks defense. It's Tom, but it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady, and it's the Bucks defense too. They could keep yep. the score. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that the two defenses kind of cancel each other out, and then you know the injuries for the on the Buccaneers side makes me feel like the Rams offense has a bit of an advantage uh, in that spot. But then it comes down to the quarterbacks and who is it? Yeah. Well, and then also the coaches. Do you yeah. trust Sean McVay more than you trust Bruce Arian? Bruce Arians. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. No, that's a that's, you know, and they both like. I mean, they both been my, to Super Bowl. I would tell you that this that my heart is set on the Rams winning this mm-hmm. game, but that if I'm gun to head, pull your wallet out. I'm not betting against Tom Brady. It's it's a hard one, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing: is that the Rams don't always washies. I'll be what's yeah, that. The, they don't have Robert Woods. They still have Cooper Cup. They got OBJ. Yeah. I mean, they you're talking it. about Cooper Cup, who's the triple crown winner in yards exactly. receptions and touchdowns exactly. this year. That's why I said they still have Cooper Cup. Three other men who have done it. Yeah. And they got you know. OBJ. Yeah. Yeah. And Cooper Cup had a terribly quiet night. I mean, it was three or four catches for less than 70 yards and a yeah. touchdown. Yeah, but he's not going to be kept off. Like, he's going to explode I, I know. Somewhere. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. makes me feel like the Rams have a puncher's chance in this thing mm-hmm. is that there's all this stuff, you know, kind of in their favor and they've got this momentum going and, and it's not Jared Goff. Yeah. And it's a good team that's been there before. Right. And you've got this great leadership and Aaron Donald, and I can't believe I'm going to say this with Jalen Ramsey and you're going to, you know, go in there and you're you're ready. Yeah. And you're ready to go with battle tested guys. Like everyone in there minus OBJ and um, Matt Stafford have substantial playoff experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super Bowl rings, if you will, mm-hmm. even in mm-hmm. the in that squad, in that locker room. 
Well, the reason they go and get Von Miller is for his experience. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you've uh, got a shot, but God bless it, Thomas Brady. Oh, feels so dirty. It's not just it's not just Tom Brady, too, because you also got uh, your favorite tight end there as well. Yeah, but he just comes along. I just, you know what? I was thinking, I was watching those stupid Gronkowski commercials this weekend. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, how many other tight ends fall into that situation and they are that same guy Gronkowski's not a generational talent you were the right? one pushing that earlier you were the uh, one pushing I, he's that a hall of famer podcast. based on his stats yeah. I'm just saying he's not the reason why he's th- that's so good mm. you know what I mean like just mm. think about all the other tight ends that have come and gone that have played with mediocre quarterbacks that mm-hmm. you know I mean if Greg Olson plays with Tom Brady oh. like that's insanity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Heath Miller, as good as Heath Miller was in Pittsburgh, if he played with Tom Brady, like you, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I see what you're Mark saying. Alex, that was he's not a weapon. There. He's not a weapon yeah. to be afraid of. He's not a game changer. He's not, you know, that for me. But he plays for his quarterback. I will say that. But they know each other so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw in the Philadelphia game. You can't tell me that Gronkowski's that wide open. You don't know that's the throw. <laughs> I feel like 50 of their touchdowns have been that throw. Like, you don't, like, why is he open? You got okie doke yeah. on the way in. Like, what happened? I didn't realize that was the play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, anytime he runs eight yards down and plants that big left foot and cuts to the right. Yeah. You know, Tom's throwing him the ball. Yeah. What are you doing? Cut, go and get it. It's embarrassing. So, I, so you're picking the Rams. I'm going to yeah, pick the Bucks because. Um, oh, I'm picking the Bucks because gun to head. Oh, oh, you are picking the Bucks. Okay. My heart okay. is saying the Rams. And I <laughs> won't gloat about it if they do win because I'm not picking them. All right. Well, then put us both down for the Bucks then because yep, I'm not going against Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Uh, well, good. Well, we're going to be split right down the middle on this uh, thing because I am not, spoiler alert, choosing the Buffalo Bills. Really? Kansas City. So let's get into this because let's the thing see if is. You will. Let's, start, let's, let's test your fandom. Okay, well, first off, do you remember a certain game that happened, I believe, in week four? It was it week four? Everybody was touting this game. Everybody was – I mean, I'll give you this. This is when – I remember where that game was played at. Where was this was – I believe it was in Arrowhead. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that this is when uh, Mahomes was having his little issues with the four straight losses, and everybody was like, ugh. But there was a team Patrick, that walked in Patrick, there. Patrick was too busy trying to get the Patrick Price from uh, yeah. <laughs> State Farm Insurance. This rare old sneakerhead Patrick Mahomes. That guy. And when that guy was playing quarterback. I'm still blaming. I'm still saying that he was just getting used to his new children, his new child. He was getting used to a routine and everything in the beginning there. It's just oh, like, yeah. like the sleep deprivation is a real thing. But, but the thing is, is that the, that Buffalo Bills team looked like with this Buffalo, this is a Buffalo Bills team put together in order to take out Kansas City, and that's what they did that week. And I think that they can do it again. I do. I do. That's a very different Kansas City Chiefs team. <laughs> Listen, Kansas got the taste of winning. If it in was there. the same. Absolutely, if it was the same team that they played back in Week Four. You are 100% correct. And I would even pick <laughs> Buffalo. I'm not even picking Buffalo's pipe. Because I don't remember exactly what it is, so I won't quote what the number is, but the Super Bowl hangover, so the loser of the Super Bowl doesn't make the playoffs 
90% of the time, probably. Right. Right. I right. mean, yeah, we're, we're talking staggering. about Patrick Mahomes. Where we yes. are, we are talking they've about turned and Andy Reid, right? You yeah. can't shortchange yeah. Andy Reid. And what they've been able to do with injuries, right? They've been down, you know, a couple receivers, they're down their starting running back, and they've been kind of just playing, you know, fast and loose. But Andy Reid got that ship turned around. Patrick Mahomes, you know, figured it out. And now, man. I'm not disagreeing with you that this is, uh, to me, this is the game of the week because both these offenses are high-powered. Yeah. You know, it's the highest scoring game of the week. I don't think it's absolutely. And it's going to be, I I really think it's a battle of attrition. Whoever has the ball last. I think if, man, I hope that's what it is. I really do. My gut says that one of the teams quits when the other one gets up by two touchdowns. Interesting. I can see this easily being a Buffalo win by 17. Mm-hmm. And just can't see just running out of gas. That's interesting. Um, it, it it'll be surprising because you know this team's been together. Kansas City's been together for a few years now, right? Like with Tyreek yeah. Hill, with uh, all their all their legendary pieces that they've had. So, yeah. do you think age is coming into this too? I mean, I think so. I think we're, we're getting to see the end of the run here. Yeah. You know, we're going to see Patrick Mahomes reinvented with a whole new set of weapons. That's what has Travis to happen. Kelsey's like Travis Kelsey's like 32. It's crazy, right? right? It's it's insane. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is that it, it's not like it's not like I mean, Stefan Diggs is younger, but Cole Beasley is up there, you know. Like please don't just try to say that Cole Beasley's the number one receiver. Please, he's, please. I no, not. no, come on now. Come on now. Let's not get shake back your, in shake your head. The shake best your head. Court. Remember, remember earlier you said he was the best slot receiver in the league. <laughs> I did. I did say that. I did say that. I apologize to everyone's had to watch it. <laughs> He's the best slot receiver in Buffalo <laughs> this year. <laughs> I'm calling Buffalo on this one. That's not even. Yeah, you can't even say that because what's that guy that you guys have in Buffalo? Emmanuel Sanders is still there. Yeah, so. he's been wow. He's been lights out this season. He's been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Where's it's like. At? He plays in the slot, doesn't he? He does play in slot, okay. yeah. <laughs> but it's he's been he's been amazing. What an addition to that offense, really. Um, listen, I know Josh Allen's had his hiccups in a few games. We've seen it. We've all seen it this year. Like I don't it, think it, this is going to be a Josh Allen game to lose. Yeah, honestly, I don't think it will be. Buffalo's defense has been stout though throughout the whole season, yeah. even in their losses. I mean, they held teams down, you know. I don't I don't think that it's going to come down to offense or defense or even special teams. I think it's going to come down to the head coaches. And I don't know that McDermott's got the sack to stand up to Andy Reid. Interesting. He stood up to Bill Belichick. Once. Bill Belichick <laughs> lives rent-free in his head for how long? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well... It's 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 great football about to happen this weekend. I am super stoked about it. Favorite weeks of the year, really. It really is. I mean, and the thing is, is that now we're seeing the best of the best come out. I mean, it's the way it should be. It's four really good matchups. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nothing that we're all there scratching our heads on, or even though the whole entire season's been parody. This is nothing that we're scratching our heads on. Well, I mean, think about if this game, if it was Tennessee Bills and Cincinnati Kansas City, not as great, right? Um, yeah, I'm saying if the, the way the seating fell, right? 
But Tennessee uh, Bills would have been a good game there too because that yeah, game and we'll went down see to the it wire. next week probably, and we'll probably yeah. see it next week, right? You know, that's like the, that the conference championship is Buffalo is Buffalo Tennessee, right? Yeah, that's not a stretch. It's not a stretch, you know. Um, Buffalo. And I would can, love to see a Rams a Rams 49ers conference championship. Oh, that man. would be crazy if that were to happen. That would be crazy. Yeah, two teams from the same division playing for the conference championship again. Like insanity. Absolutely. When has that happened before? That would be when the Seattle Seahawks won their Super Bowl. Yeah, 13. That's right, buddy. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. The fix are in. The fix may be in. Sean, (laughs) I know you want to talk hockey. Buddy, always close to my heart. So, um, you know, I want to get into this Leon Dreisaitl thing. I want to get into this. First off, I have to say, I don't know what the hell the Leafs are doing. I mean, just because the Habs... I'll tell you what they're doing. They're staying on brand. That's what they're doing. You drop in games when you're up 3-1. You're dropping them and losing them 6-3. You're losing them in overtime. Your team is going to back into the first round again like they uh, always do and then lose. Just let them get it all out. Let them get it all out. You're going to be upset now. Then you're going to get this high again in three weeks. And they're going to be winning. And they're going to fall apart again. Yeah, whatever. Um, I can't believe that your hockey fandom doesn't branch out to other teams by now as often as you've been let down by the Leafs like you, Unbelievable. you should for sure be a different fan somewhere else I love hockey okay and I'll, I'll watch every game in the playoffs I know you will I'm just saying like the way that your fandom splits around in every other major sport like you would think that what are you talking about games. I'm a Bills fan what are you talking about I'm a Raptors fan what are you talking about I don't I don't flip around what are you talking about do you do you own any Cleveland Cavaliers basketball gear? <laughs> I told you yes, the reason behind this. Yes, yes, I do. Not to yes, wear it, not to wear it at the stadium because you didn't do that. I did too. Do you own? No, you didn't. Do you wear oh, any Cavs. Buffalo Bills? <laughs> do you wear any Buffalo Bills gear? I mean, Maple Cleveland Leafs, Browns Maple gear. Leafs. Yeah, I do have some Cleveland Browns gear. Yeah, okay. yeah. Do you have any Boston Celtics gear? That's not fair. <laughs> but I do. Yes. Um. <laughs> do you have any Buffalo Sabres gear? Oh, here we are. We made. Yeah, there Maybe you go. The only team you are true to is the Toronto Blue Jays. I love the Blue Jays. No, I got a Mariners. I got a Mariners jersey. Oh, that's right. You do. Yeah, See, I do. Just making yeah. the case for me. Yeah. Um. The thing is, is that I mean, you know, the Leafs get it out right now. That's fine. Uh, just get it out. Get it out of your system. Montreal goes and hires a GM. GM that used to be a player agent. Crazy, crazy stuff. They literally hired this guy personally, I think, because he speaks French and their president does not. So it's funny because it's like they have to do this thing where they have to speak French as well, you know? And it's like you're you're excluding, yeah, yeah. You're excluding so many potential um, candidates because you don't speak French. It'll be interesting. We'll have to see what happens there. But are you serious? Certain. Yes. Yes. You're talking about a very, very French market. I, I feel like if you believe that it was true, you would have said we oui, we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, let's talk about Jim Matheson and Leon Dreisett. Okay. As yes. we know, Edmonton Oilers, you got two players that are racking up the points, right? Yes. But you, you're on a team. That just cannot win. They're 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 not winning games. They're they're losing games at an unbelievable rate. And because it's like bad goaltending, bad defense. I mean, you know, you only have one line. You're one dimensional team, right? 
Is there is there a hair product shortage in Canada? <laughs> serious, it's a serious question. Why do you say this? <laughs> I mean, they're not as groomed as they should be, and they just can't get it together. I don't know. I don't hands know. Aren't sticking out? They can't hold on to the sticks. Uh, <laughs> I thought Leon Dreis had to look great in that. He looked great in that he interview. Does, but the rest of them, maybe they don't. Maybe he's hoarding it all. Maybe so. Let me point. let me just give you this. So, I mean, this is this is. I'm going to get my bone to pick here. But the thing is, though, is that okay? You got potentially right now the number two player in the world, right? With Leon Dreisaitl up there, you know. Currently, past two seasons, this guy's won a he's won a Hart Memorial. He's won the uh, Art Ross. He's he's a he's a he's a definitely top five player in the world right now. Definitely. Okay, hold wait just yeah quickly. Top two or top five? Make a decision. I w- I would make him. I would put him probably number three overall okay in the world All yeah right. i'm not going to disagree with you I, you just contradicted your own self and i did i did a little bit I but to, i mean I you have, know where he sits you have one of the best players an elite player okay in the world in the world and jim matheson who is a he's a hockey hall of fame reporter he's been covering the oilers since 1975 he's been doing this job a long time one one year less than you've been alive. That's <laughs> that's a compliment. <laughs> so he literally is asking him pretty much the same question, right? Like, you know, how is it that you guys, you know, you guys are number one and two in scoring, but you can't win? And he's asking it in so many different ways as to why aren't you winning? What do you have to do to change, right? And so you see Leon Dreisler, he's not enjoying these questions at all. He's just like, yeah, we need to do something. Yeah, everything needs to be different. Yeah, I don't know. And then finally, he asked him, do you guys think that things need to be changed? And he's there, yeah, sure. You know what? You're going to write about it anyways. You know everything. That's what, that's what he says to Jim Matheson. And then Jim Matheson responds back to him. Why are you being so pissy? Why are you being so pissy to me? He goes, what? You asked a question and I answered. He goes, not a good, not a good answer like this, right? And then I, I have another question after that. <laughs> Jim Matheson, I have another question after he says that. The thing is, is that, listen. Did Mr. Leon just say, well, then ask a better question if you want a better answer? No, I think he was done with the interview at that point, right? Well, he didn't swear at him. He didn't do anything like that. You could tell he didn't want to be up there talking about this. Well, yeah, and I guess I could see from his angle, like, if you ask me, like, hey, what do you guys have to do to win? Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, well, what has to change? Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you're asking the same question, like, three or four different ways. Yeah. And you're sucking at your job. Like, yeah. I get it. You know, I, I get it. You don't want to be there, but there's no what reason the to say. Question? Oh, I didn't even listen because after that, it was just like I'm just like, how did this guy just ask him? Why is he being so pissy? It's like that's one holy... of my favorite words. <laughs> what, what the heck? And all I'm thinking is like, just because you've been at a job for a long time, doesn't necessarily give you the right. I mean, this guy is a human being just like anybody else. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to answer these questions. Who wants to answer why you suck? Yeah. <laughs> why does your team suck? Uh, At I some don't point, know. it's like asking. It's like your great uncle asks you what you want to be when you grow up when you're 12, and you're like, "Hey, man, I'm just trying some mashed potatoes." Like, you just step <laughs> off a little bit. 
And it's not Grandma, like a, come get your brother. He won't leave me alone. <laughs> it is not like Kyrie Irving. You know what I mean? No, He'll just go up there. Have a nice Thanksgiving. <laughs> like Leon, he, he seems like a nice guy. He's, he just doesn't I'm want sure to be is. there. He doesn't want to be there. And what uh, say you on that? Like, do you think? Do you think that Leon was out of line, or do you no. think Jim Matheson maybe overstepped a little? I think Jim Matheson overstepped a little bit. I think we see more and more of that um, coming from, you know, and it's hard to be a reporter these days, right? It's hard to get people to trust you. It's hard to, you know, these press conferences, you're not friends anymore. It feels like back, you know, even, you know, 10 years ago, you know, you weren't asking these hard questions because you weren't worried about these clickbait links and, trying to get an inflammatory response that's going to go viral. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure on news media. I get it. But, man, you got to know the room. Like, you're not building relationships with that guy doing that. That guy's not giving you a story later. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I, anything, I don't yeah. want to say that he was, that you know, that he was wrong in asking the questions. I think maybe it was his approach was maybe, you know, he wasn't reading the room. He was just trying to get somewhere. And, you know, that's just unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, you have to ask the tough questions, and that's a tough question. Why aren't you winning? I mean, absolutely, it's a yeah, fun, it's, it it's is, a viable but question. Like, but what I mean by reading the room is you ask the question right, and then you just read that guy's body language. You know, like he's picking a fight. Just imagine if you just ask, you know, not not you because you would never fight with your spouse. But if I asked Nikki a question and she was less than, you know, amicable in her response, I might ask again if I really care. But if that second time she's also fired up, I'm not asking a third time. Are you about to say, are you, why are you being so pissy? Yeah, because then I'm going to get mad. And the fourth question I'm going to ask is, why are you being so pissy? And then you know what that means? It means that that couch that I bought that's real comfortable to sleep on is where I'm going to be at. For my own self-preservation, hypothetically. I don't sleep on the couch. My wife is wonderful and she doesn't do that to me. But even though she probably should sometimes. Man. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. I, like, you, you've got to know it. Like, what are you really driving at? Do you really want an Like, why do you want an answer so badly that you're driving someone to have an emotional response to you? I wonder yeah. what your motivation is in that world. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a shame because, I mean, the guy is a hockey hall of fame reporter. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's done some really good work. It's yeah. like, but that doesn't entirely be a jackass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, like, I understand, like, a lot of people will think, oh, he's a privileged hockey player. Oh, he, you know, he makes millions of dollars and he can't answer this question. But the what thing did you is... Think, what did you think? This is in the Wayback Machine. What did you think uh, when Deion Sanders was upset with Tim McCarver for his comments back when Deion was playing both hockey or football and baseball? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> You know, but that was good TV. That's what that was. Oh, Tim McCarver didn't think it was good TV. <laughs> He's still upset about it. But Twenty years thing, later, you know, the thing is, though, is that you, you they're human beings as well, and you just—I yeah. mean, how would you like you they using are, seven they're games of reproach? They're not. They shouldn't. I mean, you should be able to question, you know, the media out there for what their intentions are too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He was trying to, I mean, they, they got what, I mean, he got what he wanted in the end is people to talk about his questioning of a player. Yeah. It's everywhere. Right. I mean, I saw it a bunch of times. I just didn't watch it. Like my only reaction to it was, Oh, that's how you spell his last name. I was like, Oh, okay. 
It's an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting pronunciation for if that's how you spell it. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, having talked about that, I do have, we're, we're coming to our one-on-one question here. Yeah. And uh, I've been thinking about this, uh, watching some of the NBA. We're coming into the uh, all-star games coming up, like voting is happening. More, more importantly, we're coming into the trade deadline season, which is beautiful for me. I, this is my favorite time of year in basketball. Yeah. Eh? Rosters yeah. are about to get set because, you know, basketball starts to really kick in after the oh, yeah. uh, all-star weekend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Trade deadline, all these new players are available because of how the, the contracts work. Freeze yeah. up some of this dead money. Now you can kind of move in and shake in a little bit. Buyers and sellers. Anyway. Well, I was looking. I mean, I was looking. I mean, Portland is right there at that play-in, you know. Toronto's right there at that play-in. Well, they haven't had three of their main starters for how long? I mean, yeah. you know, Norm Powell, you know, Dame just had surgery. CJ Mm -hmm. had a collapsed lung. He just came back two nights ago. Mm -hmm. You know, they're still in it. You know, and, uh, you know, you have have teams like the Bulls that are feasting, and you got teams like the the Suns that are feasting. Um, Golden State is scary. Clay Thompson is just otherworldly. You know what's wild is, um, you know, last time I was in the barbershop, uh, you know, getting this fantastic haircut. And we we're talking about, like, generational talent and, like, how good Wilt Chamberlain was, right? And that you couldn't just drop anybody into Wilt Chamberlain's era and expect them to do the same things that Wilt Chamberlain was doing. Right. Really, the consensus was it's Bill Russell and Shaq. Those are about the only two players that are going to dominate like Wilt, like Wilt dominated. If right. Bill Russell didn't care, you know what's crazy? Listen, this is, an, this is a stat that blew me away. We all can agree that Bill Russell is fantastic, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Do you know how many seasons Bill Russell played, including uh, college and, um, like, Olympics? No, you're going to have to give 17 17 altogether. Okay. He won 14 championships. That's right. Slash gold medal. Wow. 17 opportunities to win, you know, gold medal or championship, right? 14 out of the 17 times that he was a professional basketball player that, you know, or whatever you want to call it one. Whoa. That is, uh, I don't talk about that. We don't talk about that enough. Yeah. Yeah. I last mean, no, night I watched no. Joel Embiid who I dislike for, I don't know why. Maybe it's cause he's from Kansas. And I don't like the Jayhawks. I don't know what the reason is. It's not a big Joel Embiid fan. That guy put up 50 points last night in 27 mm-hmm. minutes. And I thought, mm, man, <laughs> maybe, how Maybe close Mr. Embiid. He scored 50. He only played 27 minutes and scored 50 points in the whole game. In the whole game, he only played. Okay. Okay. He, he only didn't played 27 come minutes in the whole game and scored 50 points. He didn't play any more then. No, he's played 27 minutes, 50 points. Oh, wow. And I thought, man, you know what? He, he might have gone back to Will Terry and got 100. <laughs> you don't know. I but mean, that's not what you hard. were going to ask me. No, no. But now you got me thinking about it. another tweet I saw from. Uh, Dwayne Wade, and uh, that was something. And now, actually, I mean, I do want to ask you then about Kevin Durant and the Nets' chances if he is gone for the rest of the season. I mean, he's out indefinitely right now. Yeah. And they don't have any chances. Yeah. Right? It's it's aside from Kyrie. You know, Kyrie's a part-time player. If you don't know, Kyrie Irving can't play in certain arenas that have vaccination requirements. Um, you know, he's making a choice and he's welcome to make that choice. Kyrie's not a difference maker like Kevin Durant is. No, that Brooklyn Nets team with a strong James Harden and a Kyrie every night 
still is not winning a championship. No, not not even close. I mean, um, they're not getting out of maybe the first round with James yeah. Harden and Kyrie Irving only playing on the road. Yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. So, I, mean. I think that bought that you know, uh, unfortunately, Brooklyn's championship hopes sit firmly on Kevin Durant's left knee. Yeah, I mean, you have to hope that he comes back. It's it's as simple as that. It's yeah. <laughs> wow. That. That just made me that tweet. Now you got it in my head. Now it's burning in there. Dwayne Wade came out and said that, and I'm just paraphrasing, so I'm not going to do it any real justice here, but he basically stated that um, in 15 years, people are going to forget who Michael Jordan is. And the greatest player, greatest generational player that is still going to be remembered because of what he's doing is LeBron James. Now that's just my paraphrase. Yeah, I heard that too. You heard that too. Okay. I will say this. That's impossible. I I want to say that too because nobody nobody's gonna forget nobody. Air Jordan 53 is gonna be coming out that season. Yeah. And someone's gonna have to go watch the tape. This isn't a scenario of there's no real good film of Wilt playing or George Mikeson, or even Bill Russell, you know, like those weren't games that were nationally broadcast, even in the championships, right? That's a whole different thing. That's not what's happening now. We have all this Michael Jordan film now. You're telling me that the kids aren't going to watch it? You know, when I in 15 years, when I'm a grandfather, you think I'm not going to put my grandkids on my knee and go, hey, watch this guy. This is, this is basketball right here. Here's Larry Bird. Here's Michael Jordan. Here's Matty. Like, come on. Like, like I, I thought it was a little absurd First, to say something second, like that. I would say the second part of that, too, is that LeBron James isn't even the most generational player of his era. Steph Curry's the one that's changed the game and raised the bar. That's a very good point. So you with can that three with point, LeBron yeah. James is going to be mm-hmm. the only guy available. Yeah. The thing is that Remember. LeBron James, for what he's doing at his age, is something yeah. I'm not super... Taking, I'm not taking that away. Yeah. yeah. I think we talked about this last time mm. we, you and I were together, you know, on live and we were together last time we were together, Sean. Um, <laughs> but the last time that we were recording and we talked about how, you know, LeBron's going to have every record. He's going to be the youngest two and the oldest two. Yeah. yeah we were talking about that's right. Yeah. Oldest to score 30 points, the youngest to score 30 points, all those things. That's exceptional. Hmm. right you're not going to find i'm not a lebron hater where i'm like oh lebron you know i don't think lebron's as good as michael jordan i I don't Hmm. believe that to be true at all based on the criteria that i hold which is championships and defensive mvps and blah 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 right however lebron james is still a fantastic basketball player and a phenomenal athlete yeah but i that he's yeah. going to be the hierarchy in in 15 years with all the media we have today and all the tape that we have that already exists that they're going to forget about Michael Jordan? Yeah. Come on. I thought that, that was a very – like that was a very I, – I, it could be because he played with the man that that's why he's thinking that. You well, know, that's where he's, he's loyal. He's also – I mean, his they're, – they're more linked together than just being former teammates. That's right. That's right. You know, their kids have grown up together and played basketball. You know, yeah. I mean, they're, they're linked yeah, more than just on the court, which is and that's great, but well, put it irresponsible. Wayne's trumping in, he's he's hyping up his own his yeah. homie a little bit more than you know, just an irresponsible comment to me. I mean, he's entitled to make it, but it's like, come on, man, like, you know, 
real, really, really? Because yeah. people will still be talking about Michael Jordan, you know, 25 years from now, 50 years from now. Yeah, he'll still he'll be putting still, shoes out. Yeah, the man changed the game. Just like, as yeah. you said, Steph Curry did the exact same thing during this time period here as well, mm-hmm. where the three ball was not even thought of to be like that where it is a weapon and now yeah. you must defend because it's coming. That, that makes the Ray Allen, Reggie Miller uh, records that they held even that much more, right? right. Well, teams that were shooting five to seven three-pointers a game in the Reggie Miller, Ray Allen era. And those guys were shooting four or five of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you got Steph Curry who shoots 12 the team shoots 33, three, the game, like just the sheer scale. Mm-hmm. That's general. I mean, they've changed the game. For the better, it's way more exciting, right? I mean, it's it's fantastic, but man, well, my man, thank you for coming down this road with me to talk about this. Do you have a one on one question for me, or what? What, uh, I, I, what I, well, it's a bit interesting, maybe you know how I feel about food. I've been experimenting this whole pandemic with just different sandwiches, okay? And I just want to know what is your most, what's your go to sandwich that people wouldn't think would be. You know, like it's a bit, uh, I don't want to say eccentric, but it's not a common, oh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a turkey sandwich, right? Or it's not a, you yeah. know, it's, what's your, you get a little flair to something that you like to do? You know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty plain, man. I mean, if it's going to be, uh, sandwiches that uh, usually Montreal smoked meats involved somewhere, you know, yeah, uh, but like, do you change other bread? Like, I've been on this, like, uh, oh, rye bread i have like this i do like this toasted sourdough peanut butter and jelly sandwich mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you put peanut butter on both sides then you pack the jam in the middle so it's like a pocket so it's almost like a donut <laughs> and then you butter the out then you butter the outside of the bread and then you fry it in a frying pan and get it nice and crispy see that's what i'm asking that's what i'm after here i don't know how you got to be so big you don't have this taste like i do <laughs> I've how many types of bread? This. How many types of bread do you have in your house right now, Sean? Well, right now it's just one type. It's this low carb bread. It's uh, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's not good. I've had it. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible, Sean. It's pretty good. <laughs> you ever do that? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what's really good for supper is low carb bread and green beans every night of the week. Sean, blink uh, twice if you're being held captive against your will. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Brad, it's always a treat each week, man, to come on here and do this. Um, I can't believe we reached the end of our time. Hey, uh, real quick, folks, go vote for us. See if you can get us some hardware. We, we appreciate really appreciate support, that. As always. Got big things coming in the new year. So thanks for rocking with us. We appreciate you. Till next time, be good or be good at it. Right. Oh. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week. And join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. 
The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.